When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear yourself? Let me think. Check, check. Yeah, I hear me. You hear you? Dude, we got about 50 people rotating in and out of this room. No, we don't. I'm telling you, everything was cockeyed. Headphones were side of the room. These oh, well, I know that someone. Up. Your mic was turned off. Well, yeah, you usually turn the mics off when it's over, don't you? No, but I mean all the dials on it. Oh, you know, got it. Like a Christmas I don't know. Tree. I don't know. Don't ask me, dude. I don't I know. I wasn't asking. It was a statement. I but said there's like 50 other people that use this room. But I'm going to argue even though I don't know details. Right? I don't. You're right. I just argue to argue sometimes. But I do know that you are going to owe Tom an apology. Arnold, get over here. Let's do this live. Okay. You and Abby good? Yeah. She's so beautiful. Well, that's good. Well, help me with this. Worry about your work first. We are the one, two, three, sore losers! How come you didn't yell it? All right. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. It all started when a dumbass met another dumbass, and they became the dumbass trio the end. Man, anytime I move, these headphones cut in and out. Gotta love it. Y'all, I'm Sizen from the North, Alpha Male, audio engineer, live on the west side of Nashville with Baser, and when things aren't perfect, man, it really gets to me, and the studio's not perfect. Clay and Buck, God bless you guys for putting up with this studio. This board's from the 60s. They don't use this studio but two days out of the year. They did, though. That's it. That two days weird. out of the year. I walked in that one day, and upper management was in here. I came right in to do the pod. Whoa! Hello! <laughs> Sorry! Didn't know you were going to be in this room. Uh, we apologize. They were doing a live stream, and I was definitely on a camera because that door swung right open and all the way back. And did they keep it professional and keep going, or did they yell at you and say, get the hell out of here? No, they kept going, and upper management came out there and said, oh, is everything okay? you need anything? I said, oh, our podcast, we usually record in there. Oh, sorry, we didn't tell you. They're scheduled here this week. Okay, I didn't see the schedule. Is it 
mustard shit? Or is it an actual literal <laughs> schedule? Or is it just, we're not going to bother to tell you, we're just going to assume that you're not going to need the studio. Because why would we bother to tell you that are, you who are actually in the building every single day about the schedule of the studio? But it is Clay and Buck. I mean, they're the biggest voices in Republican Democratic radio right now, so. Ray, I think they're Republicans, honestly. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really, I, I don't know when you can listen to them. Are they live or is I, it? Po- I challenge you. I, I don't even know where to find it. That's a challenge. It's an open. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't even know what radio station. Like, I don't know that it airs in our city. It's definitely the same thing that Rush Limbaugh did, and I believe that was AM. So if you just start whittly dicking around on AM, I bet you'll find it in about 10 minutes. I don't even know how to whittly dick. I'm not very good at whittly dicking, so I'm not going to whittly dicking around for Clay and Buck. And there was something in our email that said people were voting on whether AM radio should continue. <laughs> what does that mean? You just wake up one day and there's no more AM radio. The new vehicles, are they going to have AM radio? That Why was some- would they not? I don't know. Like, what, does it cost more money to put it in the car? Uh, maybe not all the stations are being used. They're everything switching now to virtual streaming. Uh, it was a weird email. I deleted it and then read it. I, I get that, <laughs> but if you are like, what does it hurt to have it in the car? Does it because if you're gonna have FM, isn't it the same thing as having AM? I think the analogy is cassette players, CD players. They just start getting phased out. No, I understand that. Eventually, so, we'll get phased out, Ray. But they would never get rid of F. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about it. I don't understand it. I, I, I thought it was just one button, so I didn't think it would take much more in the car, so I don't understand why you would take it out. I get a CD player takes up space. Like, that's a whole thing, a cassette player. That takes up a whole space in the little console in the middle and the, the dashboard. So I understand getting rid of that. AM is just a button. Like, it's one button. Because if you're going to have FM, AM is just one button next to it. Is it that big a deal? I would almost guess some of these newer Teslas don't even have AM. I don't know. Dude, some of them look like a spaceship. We used to ride in them. There was a ride share app called Earth. It went defunct. It went in under. Me and Bazer advertised for it. Um, sorry. Sorry to you guys for failing in advertising and influencing. But it used to be called Earth You Rides. guys did that influence on Instagram? Yeah. It, it's now in Austin. It was in Nashville. It went belly up. But Teslas, we got in those things. They look like a spaceship, man. I thought I was about to go to the moon a couple of times. See-through roofs. Ain't no way in hell they got AM radio. And I'll hang up and listen. You guys can tell us. I'm sure some of you truck drivers drive a Tesla when you're not driving the They pull the Tesla behind the truck so then whenever they park their truck, they can drive their Tesla around the city that they're in. To the strip club, man. I know they park at the Walmart right below me. I got a beautiful view, but good God, I got another beautiful, terrible view of Walmart. And those truckers will park there for days. Guys, there's better parts of Nashville. Maybe ditch the truck, get an Uber. I'll see a semi just parked there on a Saturday. He doesn't leave till a Monday. Buddies. You have to have a couple days off, dude. You can't work seven days a week, so you need somewhere to park. You can't park in your damn driveway. True. And some of them have tried to go up to the Outback and Starbucks. They get stuck every time. There needs to be a sign at the bottom of the hill. Hey, there's no turning around. Dude, they'll turn around, three-point turn. Traffic will be backed up a mile on the west side. Oh, truck must have went to Starbucks. Yep, truck went to Starbucks. Yeah, and there's there's only one way in, one way out of that Starbucks. And Bazer goes, hey, did you get my coffee? No, truck went to Starbucks. There's no getting in there because it takes them probably 30 minutes to try and get the damn thing turned around. So then what do you do? You just sit and wait? No, I turn up. If that line's bigger than 10 cars, I'm out. I ain't, I ain't got that kind of time. I did notice that um, we did uh, post on Where Are You Hauling? 
And we didn't get very many responses. Where well, are you headed Wednesday? Brady Behan said <laughs> that the bit is kind of run its course. And you know what? Maybe he's a producer. Maybe he's right. It it was fun. If people aren't going to give us good answers, then we're not doing anymore. So we can do it. Right, there's trucks moving all across America. There are. There's well, people hauling their ass to work is what the response got. Well, don't worry. I, I drive past them every morning at 1 a.m., and I maybe pass 20 of them. Some, I think, are drunk. Some are sleepy. They'll weave in and out. No blinkers. They're going about 70 miles an hour, which is perfect. I'm not going to get the ticket, but I've been in Nashville long enough. I know they post up right at the corner of I-40 and uh, South. Watch out there. Also... Once you're getting off onto Broadway, there's cops posted there. Just be careful. But if you guys want to go 70, be my guest. I'm going to hang back at 65. You're getting the ticket. My name's Bennett. I ain't in it. (laughs) (laughs) My my favorite day of the week. You never know what it's going to be. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. When you pull onto the expressway, the interstate, there's no trucks. There's no semis. There's no cars. I'm just driving, and there's no. It's 1 a.m. There shouldn't be. Maybe guys are trying to make deadlines. Those mornings happen about once every two weeks, and it's just beautiful. It's glorious. It's just me in Nashville. I don't understand why more truckers don't drive the overnight shift. Agreed. Because they drive during the day when so many people are on the road, you are more likely to get caught in traffic during the day than you are at night. Hondo P. And so I always thought... Wouldn't it be smarter to drive from 8 p.m. until 6 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. when everybody's on the road and you're going through the big cities and there's traffic and there's idiot cars? I would like our truckers to explain to me why they don't do the night shift and they do the day shift when there's more traffic and there's more opportunity to be set behind on your schedule. And I see a semi 4 p.m. on the road. Dumbass. That's rush hour in Nashville. Maybe schedule it so you're not going through Nashville at 4 p.m. Avoid the Austins, the New York City, the Dallas, the Chicago's, the Atlantas, the Orlando's at 4 p.m. Whatever you have to do, get up wise, avoid those during rush hour. I mean, as many times as I've driven a truck cross country, that's what I do. Did we not have Where You Headed Wednesday? I'm currently taking some rebar from St. Louis to Virginia Beach. That's Colby White. Oh, that's expensive. Be careful. Don't get hijacked. Uh, Here's Kyle Truby. I just spent two nights broke down outside of Naples, Florida on a toll road in the Everglades. I'm sunburnt. It rained on me three times and finally home. Replaced the battery starter and alternator on the side of the road in Alligator Alley. And all to still have to rent a car dolly and tow this pig back to Tampa. F me. Well, hopefully in Delray Beach you found you a lot lizard. She can suck it down. Adam Delisle, hauling grain in Vermont. Jason Williams, he's still hauling fertilizer out here trying to get caught up on the pod. Man, I bet that smells too. Asbestos, you got it in the back. We think the pollen and the cotton count's bad, man. Carry some fertilizer. And he said, oh, and the funny thing is on the CB, I'm hearing grown men at the truck stops talking about ain't got no panties on. Yeah, that's right. The CB's pretty lit, I've heard. Oh, CB's fun. One time, I'll tell you what. We were in, when I was a kid. We were driving to Chicago to see my grandparents, and so my parents in, put a CB on the car so we could talk to truckers. So freaking cool for an eight-year-old kid to be talking to a trucker on the CB radio. It gets vulgar though. 
Well, no, you just talk to one guy, and we start talking to a truck, and we're talking, where are you headed, blah, blah, blah. Hey, mister. And he, we're talking for like 15 minutes. He's like, hey, guys, what kind of car are you guys driving? And we're like, oh, we're driving the Chevrolet Caprice, the Silver Bullet. And he goes, honk, honk, I'm right behind you. Oh, mom, dad, he's here. <laughs> he was behind us. On, like Out of all the semis, he was the one directly behind us. It was so freaking cool. And he gave us the uh-uh. Props to mom and dad for letting you get on the CB. Yeah. As kids. I mean, you talk about a memory that you just remembered. I remember talking on the CB all the time when we would take those trips. And also, they let us roll down the window and do the, the arm honk, uh, honk, and get truckers to honk. So freaking fun. They ever get vulgar where they'd say, you little kids ever banged a Betty? What? Have you ever seen the back of a semi? We got beds back here. Pull over the next truck stop. I'll show it to you. What? Daddy! Daddy, he says he wants to show me his bed. No, never got vulgar. No, kid, I'll handle the truckers. Come here, you son of a bitch. No, Anderson, anal, uh, hauling the army to South Beach. I think it's pronounced anal, coach. Oh, sorry. I'm headed from America's Georgia over to Autogataville, Alabama, to pick up some military trucks. That's Kurt Peacock. Hey, go get them, Peacock. Show, if you get there and you got the wrong shipment, you say, look at my cock. Lacey Reagan, no, I'm not hauling anything. I just haul my kids around day after day. Not that interesting. Yeah, guys, that doesn't count as a where you headed Wednesday. You got to be hauling something. No, they're hauling kids. You need to be able to pull into a truck stop and get weighed. If you can't, then no, it ain't happening. Maybe your kids are overweight. Yeah. Those are so much underweight. The, the semis are the ones that got to worry. If they're carrying cars, each is two tons overweight. One of those houses. Sometimes I get a, what is it called? A oh, the wide motor, loads. Yeah, motorhome. That's overweight. I, I'm telling you right now, ain't no way he's passing inspection when he pulls into the weigh scale. I want to know how you get qualified to carry a mobile home because those do stick out over the edge. And, like, if you turn one little way, doesn't that mobile home just flip right off the damn semi? I saw one get in an accident. And what? This, this is about a month ago. Never made the big show. Big show! Wasn't as quality as it needed to be. I needed to ratchet up some parts of the story. It was never great, but it was good. I was driving home. I'm in the SOB Trailblazer. You know, it's beating around. There's no music. It's completely silent. It's just me, and right in front of me is a motorhome getting pulled by an 18-wheeler. Now, when you say motorhome, are you talking trailer park home? I mean to say trailer park home. Thank you. And it is big as hell. I'm talking- They're huge. 10 feet in one side, 10 on the other. And they got the truck behind it with the flags. No, that guy might have been sleeping at the wheel because there was nobody behind him. Dude, my corner at my house, I know it goes sharp as hell. I'm talking it's almost one direction, not 180. It's like 90 in, in one direction. You better be ready to turn your ass off. Better crank that wheel. Dude, when I'm in the trailblazer, I'm cranking. I'm like, Aah! I got the whole wheel spinning. This mother effer thinks he can cut it. Dude, they just installed some new, I don't even know, guardrail. You can careen off the SOB. There's a bunch of guardrail. He hit every piece of it, oh. tore every piece off. I mean, I could hear the popping. I had no radio playing, but it was like, pop, 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 just hitting the side of the home. I don't know what staples were popping or I don't know. Sidings coming off. Something. Shingles. He hit it for a good 15 feet. Pop, 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 pop. What the? He And then he finally stopped. Don't know how he fixed it because I ended up going around him getting home. I had to take a nap. But that was the first time I saw one of those getting in an accident. That's pretty funny. It was cool. And that- nobody else saw it. I'm like. 
It's just me experiencing this. This is awesome. And that's when you want it. When you see something amazing, you look around for others like, hey, did you just see that? Did you just see that? No one else has seen it. All right, cool, just me. I'll, I'll go home and tell Baser about it. And I know the state boys, when they got out there, hey, man, let's check on our guardrail on the west side, see how it's holding up. What the hell? The whole <laughs> wait, thing's torn to wait shit. Wait a minute. We just put this up last week. How the hell's it already broken? It was brand new. Ripped to the ass. <laughs> and then it's going to stay that way for two months. Mm-hmm. But. I did see a news story yesterday, and that, and that, that wraps up where you go on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell of a job, guys. Keep heading, keep getting head, and head on west, man. And if not, get on or get off or get up. Get the hell out of the way, guys. Don't cut those truckers off. Give them plenty of space. Don't zoom up in front of them. Get right over, because it takes those truckers a lot longer to stop, and they'll be in your damn back seat before you know it. And if you're hauling in Texas, be careful. We heard you're hung up wet, hung up dry, hung up wet, as long as you're b- driving by. My sister on southbound or northbound I-35, lower deck. One time she got a semi right in her ass. <laughs> George, that's not one of the ones you want in your ass. No, not one of the ones you want in her ass. She's lucky to be here. That semi right in her ass. Right in, her, right in the back of the old car. Yep. Injured? No, she wasn't injured, luckily. I mean, dude, semis are going to take whatever they hit. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they got enough break in before she they hit her right in the ass. Or, Maybe my sister's got some cushion on her ass. I don't know, but I mean, was luckily, it lower deck or upper deck? Lower, definitely uh, lower deck, dude. One of the downhills. One of the downhills. If you, you guys never drove through Austin, the the thing is, you can go the same damn road, but you get to choose. You want to go upper deck or lower deck? The great thing about it is they built a thing. It was going to beat congestion, help the traffic out, and they said by the time it was completed, it was already out of date. Like it was, it was already like, uh, now nah, this is a bad idea. That's and a visionary. Then they they planned it. It took five years to build, and then they realized, damn, five years later, not that good. It's always cool. It's like upper deck, lower deck, go lower, and then you just go bang. It doesn't matter. Dude. Oh, I go bang up. I bang upper deck every single time because lower deck is where the wrecks happen. And if you do get in a wreck, if there is a wreck on the upper deck, there's nowhere to exit. But lower deck, I feel like, is where all the wrecks are because there's little, very little entrance ramps and exit ramps that are very small and not on much room. And boy, there's pileups down there, so I'm going upper deck, bang, bang, all day. And I feel like if you're a semi-driver, go lower deck. That's where you can get the lot lizards because they can hang out there street Oh, level. yeah, they hang out right there at the shortstop right there by the Fiesta. <laughs> it is the Fiesta. It's the Fiesta right there. I met at the Fiesta and sold some girl an iPhone charger for 10 bucks back in the day. You know, my brother used to go to college right there. It's now like different buildings. It was Concordia University, and he actually gave up a home run onto the lower deck. <laughs> and word has it that ball's <laughs> still rolling around <laughs> it was it was on KVU that night and they were like oh coming up at five o'clock let's we'll tell you what caused the seven car pile up on the down the uh lower deck of i-35 right after this batter's box it was a home run ball given up by batter's box and they said they came they said it was the the top of the fifth inning when uh batter's box number four was on the mound and he there was two men on he was from the stretch he tried to throw a curve and it was a hanger and the guy didn't miss it, and he hit it onto the lower deck, right into a car. Yep, hanger banger. <laughs> hanger banger on 35, and that's when they moved the college out there off of 620 because they said, you know what? We can't be having baseballs go on 35 anymore. Tell me this. What was the college next to the radio station? We went and did some dumbass bits over there. St. Edwards. That's what it was. St. Edwards University. What are they, D3, D2? It's definitely not D1. Don't know. Oh. Don't know. No, I, I would have to Google that, but I know that Garrett does have his degree from St. Edwards University. Congratulations, Garrett. He went back as an adult because he went to Texas State and he partied a lot, never got that degree. 
But as an adult, he went to St. Edwards and paid a hell of a lot of money to get that college diploma. Was Garrett the same guy drunk in a bike taxi with you when you went down there for iHeart? No, that was uh, Jacob and Forrest, Ryan and Greg. We were both in the pedicabs. And let me tell you, I, we almost died. I mean, I'm telling you, we almost died, 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 died. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Our pedicab almost hit the car next to us. But whatever. Garrett was so drunk that he didn't even make the pedicab ride. He left before we even headed out to the bars because he was just like, he looked at us, he goes, boys, I'm going home. Garrett, I didn't get much more and, than two words there. And we're like, what? And he goes, it's time for me to go home. I mean, whatever. It's time for me to go home. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, you guys say what you want. Your wife's going to be proud as hell when you get home. And we're like, dude, you already celebrated Mother's Day last night. You don't have to do it. He goes, yeah, uh, I got to go home now. I, this is, uh, uh, and we're like, what, what are you talking about? He goes, I, I just know my limit. Uh, we've reached my limit. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to go home now. And I'm, uh, uh, and we're like, you don't want to go to the bar? Like, I can't. I, I, just, I got to take care of the kid tomorrow. The wife's going out of town. And so he didn't make the pedicab, man. I don't know how. I, I mean, I assume he got the Uber home. I don't know if he took a pedicab home. I have no idea, but he made it home, all right. Yeah, it sounds like he stopped talking English around ten. <laughs> now he stopped st- talking English about nine fifteen, and then he got into baby babble at like ten. It got quiet for about forty five minutes, and then he got the energy to talk again, and it was. Oh, yes. I gotta go home. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, hey, Lunds, I saw your cousin Andrew. Andrew, That's cool, Garrett. Andrew was at the Zeroargon. What, Garrett? I played a fake golf box today. He keeps his driver so far. <laughs> what? He's, he's got some, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. No, we don't. <laughs> Garrett, we, we, honest to God, have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> No idea. I hope that didn't go on for more than 20 minutes. I went on for about 35 to 40, and he tried it. He said the same story five times in <laughs> that 30 minutes. And he's like, oh, guys, guys I played golf with him today. He's in the ball before he's ever hit it. Oh, cool. Thanks, Garrett. That's cool. Ten minutes later, he's like, dude, Greg, Greg, did I tell you? Greg, did I tell you that I was playing golf with him earlier? And he's in the ball further than he's ever hit it. And Greg's like, you already told me that. And he's like, no, I didn't. He's <laughs> like, I didn't tell you that. Oh, you're just lying, dude. And he, and he went home. Dude, the mind's an amazing thing. You just repeat the last thing you kind of remember for the next 10 minutes, or next 10 times for the next hour. Yes, and then that's when he realized, like, he told everybody there. He told Ryan. He told Forrest. He told Garrett. Or he told Jacob. He told Greg. And then he was like, dude. And then we're all in the whole, like, sitting there. He's like, guys, oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I'm... I don't even know who this guy is. I played golf with him earlier, and he just hit it far. You know, I very hit it. And we're like, you told everybody already. He's like, I did? Please I, tell I, me you weren't around the bosses. No, no, he, no, 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 no. They did see the big boss, the big, the head honcho lady. No. no. And and Garrett was like, I've met her before. I am going to say hi. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no need to, no need to, no teeth, no, no, no. He's just like, I'm going to go tell thank you for the tickets. And I was like, no, 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 don't go tell my boss thank you for the tickets at this point. Like, no, no. Gary, you just stay over here. You go, you just stay over here. 
Write her a card. Tell yeah, her. yeah. You send her an email on Monday. You know, tweet her. I don't care. Don't need to go talk to her. <laughs> That's a disaster because there's no winning in that one. None. No, there, thank you. And also, you're kind of supposed to be giving it direct family, aren't you? I mean, they're direct. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're like brothers. They're blood. Right? They're, they're they're blood. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're Eskimo brothers. Because I figured the pre and post show hangs it involved tons of upper crust. So upper crust, dude. dude, dude. Be running <laughs> you, you're gonna see the upper crust <laughs> hanging around. They're they're there at these things. <laughs> and, and when you got boys that don't know, you know, that are tying it on, you know, it's like, hey, boys' night, and he wants to go up and say thank you for the tickets. <laughs> I can just see him going up to his bo- my boss going. He sees the drive. He's like, so I think I think I was boss earlier. He's here far. He's never here before. <laughs> what? Excuse me. I was playing golf earlier. Wait, he was playing golf on a work trip. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is the last time I played golf with him. Like, so I'm not working him hard enough, and I got you free tickets. You can't even speak English, and he's out on the golf course. <laughs> this will change next year. Mark it down. Mark it down. Thanks for that, Garrett. Really helped me yeah, out. Yeah, Garrett, dude. way to go, man. How, you're never getting tickets again. But I told everybody you drove it really far. You're him. I'll fire your him for Okay, Garrett, I'm done. No, I'm you done. killed it, man, for me. Thank you, Garrett. Yeah, Garrett, killed the vibe, killed everything, <laughs> killed the memories. You know, We're never coming back. I'm not going to be able to play golf with you again when it's iHeart Festival weekend. None of that. It's okay, dude. But we're going to take a break, and I got a feeling. Like, I saw a news story, and I worried – This is what Eddie is doing to us. And I'll tell you right after this. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger retired. Wait, is this Eddie Tease? This is it. Okay. He retired, you know, and the Steelers drafted a quarterback out of the University of Pittsburgh. A picket boy. By the name of Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Wicket. Boy. Slick it. Ricket. Dickett. There ain't whatever. nobody can throw the football like that pricket boy. Whatever you want to say. But Big Ben came out, I guess it was in a podcast. I read it in an article, so I assume it was in a podcast. Then You're the they way wrote, of the future. They wrote an article about it that he said, I have to be honest. I was cheering against Kenny Pickett. I wanted him to struggle. I wanted him to do bad. That's my honest feeling. He goes, I may get beat up and killed for this, but now I cheer for him. I want him to do well, but I did want to see him not succeed. He was middle of the road, right? Well, he's fine. The he, crowd loves him. The crowd loves him. He's going to be good. He showed improvement, but it shows the human element of you don't want the person that to immediately follow you be good because then your legacy is even greater Taint, Ray. than it already is. And Big Ben doesn't even need that. He's got Super Bowl rings. I saw Ray- the house. Saw You saw the house on Lake Akakana. Lake Oconee. Kind of a letdown. Only two stories. I say five bedroom, four bath, maybe a half bath. Boat, uh, mediocre. Had maybe one Pittsburgh thing flying. Was Nobody it painted was- black and yellow? Black and yellow? No. no. Maybe... Oh. Uh, Yardkeeper was there doing stuff. He was not there. It's sad when people don't use the homes they own. Back to you. Yeah. And so he admitted that. He admitted that I didn't want to see him succeed. And then it got me thinking. Does Eddie hope deep down that this podcast fails now that he's no longer here? Does he hope that people don't listen, that the downloads, that the streams, that the listens aren't as plentiful because he's not here? Does he sit at home like Big Ben did and say, man, it would be great if I was the king. I was the one that made that bus go. And I want them to fail, even though he's our friend. But Kenny Pickett and Big Ben weren't friends, so that's a little different. But does Eddie have those thoughts in his head? No. I've seen him in the hallway after the Bob Mennery interview. He, I believe he gave me daps. Man, good job on Bob, dude. It's cool. And that was it, though. I don't even know if he knew who he was. I. Our relationship is strained a little bit. I maybe talk to him once a show in the bathroom. It's very small talk. We don't talk sports at all. I just don't think he cares. Sometimes you run into people in life that just don't. You, you. It's obvious the stuff they care and care. You care about sports. I think he just likes making $1 bets, playing golf once a week, his newfound workout regimen. I don't think he gives a horse's ass about the podcast, and I'll hang up and listen. Do you honestly believe he's retired forever? Do you think he's retired and he's enjoying that retirement life from podcasting? Uh, He has other crap that he has to work on. Me, I used to always have to have interviews that I'd work on. Now I just do them in the morning. I'm like, screw it. I ain't doing it three days before. I'll do it day of, half hungover. 
while I'm drinking my milk and eating my cereal. But I and believe, shriveled. And he has videos that he has to do now daily, a little bit more of a pile, if you will, of papers on his desk. For you truck drivers, more of a more pallets to load. So he has that. Yeah, you, you receptionist, more uh, papers to file. Uh, more lo- post-it notes to post. Lawyers, po- more cases to vet. More subpoenas to s- prepare. Uh, tugboaters, you got more cans of oil. Hey, teachers, more grade papers to grade. President, more uh, signatures. Yeah, what else do we have? Oh, uh, gas station clerks, more pumps to turn on. So it's the same with Scuba Steve. He doesn't have time for this. I just feel like Eddie's job with video and doing co-host type stuff he just didn't have time for this crap anymore. It's an hour. He doesn't have time for that crap. So he doesn't cheer for us to fail. No, he just doesn't care. And I, I think he wears it on his sleeve. It's pretty obvious. He just does not give two flying Fs. So he's retired. Now LeBron says, oh, I may retire. LeBron, we know you're not retiring. Dude, I thought LeBron was going to play with USC. There was an article that came out that said LeBron's oh going to play with USC for a year. And then I looked. To play with his son? Hold on, hold on. Ray, so you saw this article and started believing that LeBron was going to go back to college and play at USC with Bronny Jr. Yes, and then I read who the art published the article, and it was Ballsack Sports. <laughs> they got me. They're the fake ones that do all that fake crap. I got freaking balls. You got in you head, got the dude. ball sack in your face. Yo, like LeBron's Le- going. He's already in Southern California. He's going back to college. They said he could make eighty to a hundred million, and I go, I just got ball sacked. <laughs> I mean, you have to. I mean, the fact that you let that ball sack get right on your back, like you took it in your mouth and put it all the way like in your ear, into your brain. You're like, wow, man. And then you found out it was a ball sack. It wasn't even a real story. The ball sack was in your mouth. Not the news story, not LeBron. You were ready to just go to a U.S. Like, wow. Dude, we've all been ball sacked before. How can they even have a Twitter account if they're all fake? Because it says parody account in their title, so I think they're allowed to do it. Gotcha. I mean, the fact that you think that you could go from the NBA back to college and play basketball it's even more hilarious. Well, somebody said the same thing with the PGA Tour. So now that Brooks won, even though he's live, he won the PGA, can he now play in the next event? Because he won and you get exemptions. He can play tournament. in the PGA. I don't know. So it's like, you know, now he's signed with Liv, but he was allowed to play in the PGA, and I believe if you win that tournament, you're allowed then to play in the next event. So is he technically allowed to play in the next event until he declares he's live? It was very fascinating. I didn't read any more than that. That was I, I don't know. I, there, and there's difference between PGA Tour and PGA of America. Hell of a segue, Ray. No, no. I want to talk about Block. There, there's two. We can talk about him. He's for real. No, no, no. He's playing this weekend, right? He's for real. Okay. Here is the thing I am worried about the most for this guy. It is going to all come crashing down this weekend. That's where you're wrong. He is going to shoot 10 over Thursday and Friday, and he won't be around for the weekend. That's where you're dead wrong. He has been on the emotional roller coaster. The emo- It hasn't even been a roller coaster. It's been nothing but highs for the last six days. Ecstasy, Ray. Michael Jordan somehow gets his number and is texting him. 
The dude has been on his phone replying to text messages. He hasn't slept. He's been doing interviews. He's been like, holy crap, what is my life right now? He got a DM from the Sore Losers podcast on Instagram. Did he really? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what the fuck? What? 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 <laughs> Dude, he did interviews on. on CBS, on. ABC, Good Morning America. He got a podcast request from Star Losers. I am going to. I need to look this up. I did not know. <laughs> I did not know the Star Losers sent him a. Let's see what he replied. Let's see what he replied. Uh, um, um, I don't see it. I don't see it. It's right there. Where? What's his name? It is... Oh, Michael Block. Blocky Golf. Blocky (laughs) Golf! You said... (laughs) (laughs) This is our attempt at landing a bigger guest. Ray said... I mean, if you guys want to... Just wait for it. Ray reached out to Michael Block. He has now 215,000 followers, which isn't that many. He said... Want a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Hey, want to rock a podcast? Hey. We can wh- rock it. Hey, when can you rock it? We can rock it now. You want to rock? Let's rock. We can rock. Let's rock. Yeah. Want a podcast is hilarious. All right. We'll see if we get a response on that one. But in the world that we live in, remember we interviewed Bob Menery? Yes. Bob Menery is now interviewing Michael Block. Interesting how that all connects, even though it's really not that interesting. The interviewee becomes the interviewer. Jim Nance, CBS, Charles Schwab. Let me schwab my ears. Back to you. The one thing you forgot to do with Bob Minery is ask him to Aruba. Ask him if he would have gone to Aruba with you. And the fact that he has Michael Block... That's unbelievable. And that shows to me even more that he, Michael Block has not picked up a damn golf club all week. <laughs> like, we here we are on Wednesday, and Michael Block has to tee it up on Thursday. Dude has been just out of doing everything. And the emotional roller coaster has to come da- crashing down at some point. But he Unless, is, at his core, a good golfer. No, he's a good golfer, and he had an amazing weekend. He gets to play in the PGA Championship next year. Because he finished top 15. Correct. But to carry it over this week would be like Linsanity. It's a great analogy. If he is able to make the cut and make a little bit of noise this weekend, we might have Linsanity 2.0. If no other publication has said that, we're the first. That is a damn good analogy. Also, Michael Block, right now on the betting sites, if you believe in fairy dust and magic and Tinkerbell from Peter Pan, he can finish top 40 and you win, or I believe it's top 20, and you win plus 333 your money. You can win some money on this dude. And he finished top 15. He can do worse in a golf course that's easier, and you're going to make three times your money. There's all kinds of line, betting lines on this guy because Vegas thinks he's going to do worse. If you believe in magic, if you believe that lightning can strike more than once, this is how we make our hay. 
and I will hang up and listen. Can you tell me the truth? How much do I win if he went, makes the cut? Just makes the cut. I got you. I'm going to need you to filibuster. Okay, because here's another crazy story. Aaron Hicks, who played for the Yankees, he got designated for assignment. He signed a $70 million deal. It was like a superb golfer when he was a kid, winning tournaments in when he was in California when he was five, six, seven, eight years old. He was on Garrett Cole's uh, youth team. And there was reports of, is he going to go pro in golf or is he going to go pro in baseball? Well, the Yankees cut his ass finally. <laughs> is he going to play for the Sounds? No. If he, if he retires, he loses $27 million. So he's play, making crap loads playing in the minors? Well, he doesn't have a team. But now I look at Twitter and it says, Aaron Hicks' live golf debut is days after Yankees designated him for assignment. And I'm like, is this true? Did he really do it? Like, he really is going to try to make the tournament. There's no way this is real. But he's that good of a golfer. He wants to be a pro golfer. That is unbelievable. He could beat Michael Block. Well, Michael Block lives in California, so there is some jet lag. He's now having to get to Fort Worth. He's doing all these interviews. He posted, dude, in one day he did CBS This Morning, oh. Good Morning America, and ESPN. He was number one on Sports Center. Don't know if he had to make a call there, but that's three TV shows there that he had to do. I just got ball sacked. <laughs> no, you didn't. I just... No, you didn't. <laughs> Coach, you just got ball sacked. I just got ball sacked. <laughs> Coach, that's unprecedented. Two ball sacks in one show? I Here, thought LeBron was going to USC. Here's the thing. I didn't understand how he could have been in a live tournament when they were having the PGA Championship, but someone edited the video to make it look like a tournament. I got ball sacked. Dude, that's insane. We've got to be better. No, because it's what I'm watching him hit the ball over. Like, there's what he's married to Tiger Woods' niece, by the way, Aaron Hicks. There's a par four in Scottsdale, I believe, and he got a hole in one one time. That's how good of a golfer he is. All right, Michael Block. You and ready? God Almighty, I got ball sacked. To make the cut plus 225. So, two and a half times your money if, if he makes the cut. Which he finishes like top 60, probably. So, man, they think he's going to make the cut. No. No, they think he's not going to make the cut. Yeah. But the odds I was seeing, which obviously these apps suck ass and they're not intuitive. They're impossible to scroll through. Um, I did see at one point where he's if he finishes top 40, you can win plus three, three, like over three times your money. God, I just got ball sacked. I can't even, li- I, I mean, I have a ball sack <laughs> in my mouth. Dude, you got to take a break. I have to take a break. After getting, I mean, I've got, I'm going to clean out my throat. I'm going to clean out my mouth. I'm gonna, the ball sack in my mouth does not taste good. I've got to. That is so stupid. I mean, I saw the video. I was like, there's no way that's real. And then I look at it, and I'm like, damn. Like, they actually have a score up there and everything for them. Maybe. And, it's, and then I Google it. And it's ball sack. After the break, can I talk about Boomer? Yes. After the break, you can talk about Boomer. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 
16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Tell us about Boomer. So, but you got to tell people who Boomer is. Boomer, my nephew, 15 years old. Where does he live? Michigan. Uh, He's a great athlete. I don't see him anymore. He moved away from home. He is my nephew. He's not my son, so that's why I don't see him that He often. moved away from home. Actually, I just saw him in Phoenix like two months ago. He moved, I mean, I moved away from home. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa, at 15 he moved away from home? So me and him are playing Beat the Street together. Okay? Okay. How much do you hate Beat the Street? On a scale of 1 to 10, 10. Because it's so frustrating. I've never made it to 10. I gave up. It's so fr- it's never going to happen. So I was just like, I can't do it anymore. And I was obsessing over it. And I was like, I- I'm forming bad habits looking at this over and over and over again to see if my guy got a damn hit. And I was only at three. Well, me and Boomer did a count together. I thought it would bring uncle and nephew together. We've sucked all year. We get to six and lose it. Boomer does no research. Well, miraculously, only by the grace of God, we're at 14 right now. Wow. And today we picked Kendall Marte. Ketel Marte. Sure. He'll probably not get a hit. We'll be back at zero because we already lost our mulligan. You get a mulligan between 10 and 15. Well, if you picked him, maybe I'll put him in my lineup. So He's with in my that fantasy said, team. I'm starting to realize that America's youth does no research. I'm not talking for gambling. I'm not talking for school because that's going to affect them in all areas of their life. 
Me and Boomer rotate picks where I pick somebody, he picks somebody. I pick somebody, he picks somebody. But Marte's not a bad pick. Over the last seven days, he's, he's my pick. He's hitting 318. Uh, one home run, four RBIs, one stolen base, two runs scored. The last two weeks, he's hitting 308 uh, with a home run, same thing. And then the last month, he's hitting 271. I mean, so it's not a bad pick. It's not. That's my pick. Now I'm going to rip on his pick. Yesterday, he picked Freddie Freeman, went one for four, got us to 14. There you go. Boomer picked him when he wasn't even in the starting lineup. Lineups don't get released till three hours before the game. Boomer selected him at school at 11 a.m. I said, Boomer, this is $5.6 million on the line, and he's picking guys without <laughs> verifying if they're in the starting lineup. Oh, my God. So then you get that pinch hit. <laughs> Dude, if you if your guy pinch hits, you get one at bat, most likely not going to get a hit, and you're f Boomer does no research and just picks guys willy-nilly. He picks Bryce Harper. He's got a cool name. Mike Trout, he's a star. Otani, he picked him when he was pitching. But Otani still hits when he pitches. Yeah. Interesting. He is badass. This is he's must-see TV. This is the death of me yet. Me and Boomer doing this together and rotating one guy, one guy. Because we're going to go back to zero, and I'm going to freaking kill him because America's youth does no research and just willy-nilly's it all. And I found that out when I discovered that Boomer was going pre-lineup release. But how did Freddie Freeman go one for four if he wasn't starting? He was, luckily. But Boomer picked him when he was at school. So he didn't know the starting lineup. He had no idea with the Dodgers. They don't get the lineup until like 7 p.m. I'm already in bed. So thank the grace of God Freddie Freeman started. But I'll give you an update. Uh, Kendall Marte is probably going to F us. Keytail. This isn't going to last for long. But good God, we're at 14. <laughs> Not bad. Just a hitter and a, and a prayer. It's all you need. Well, then we're going to have to figure out how to split that $5.6 million. Uh, probably right down the middle since you're alternating. He would never have to get a job. Never. He could drop out of school right now. He could drop out of school at 15 and be richer than anybody in his freaking class ever will be. Aren't the way I picked Otani. Otani's pitching! He's sitting at the freaking cabana, you know what I mean? And freaking Aruba. Hey, give me another Mai Tai! Give me another Mai Tai! So, man, how'd you make your money? Uh, Beat the streak. Let me tell you, man. I'm 15 years old. Me and my uncle decided And I had this uncle. His name was Sizen. And I said, Coach, we need to make some money together. He's like, yeah, Coach, we do. And we looked at each other, and we, we, we logged on to MLB.com, and there's this thing where it's called Beat the Streak. I got out of You beat pencil. your meat with your uncle? No, 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 no. Beat the Streak. I got out a colored pencil. And so well, what is Beat the Streak? Well, it's Major League Baseball where you just try to pick one person every day to get a hit. And if you beat 56 games, you win $5.6 million, and that's what we did. And so I'm just retired now, and yeah, it's really cool. And I did no research. And I, I did no research. I, I didn't even know the starting lineups. And I would just fill it out at school right before math class. And here I am now. I, I never went back to that math class. But there will be a rift in the family, Coach. What if I change the password? On, we get to 30, I change the password. <laughs> <laughs> Lock him out. Like, Boomer, I don't approve of your pick. That's when you start arguing over the picks. Like, no, 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 I don't like that pick. That, oh, my God, that would be – if you're at 54 and you just alternate picks and the dumbass does one without the lineup coming out and it's a pitch hit, 
And he strikes out over one, and you ended on that. Oh, boy. Dude, we're number 866 in the world right now. What's the number one? 38. So nobody's got to 40 this season yet. Leader at the end of it all gets 10 grand. If you get 56, you win 5.6 million. But 30, I haven't seen somebody in the 40s yet. People keep dropping down. I'm going to get dropped down tonight to my knees. Hell of a segue. It's going to be a rough night. We're playing uh, Team Azul, Team Blue. I don't know. Cruz Azul. I don't even know what they are. But they, they've won the, the, the league like five times in a row. They have Pele. They pretty much have all the, the – the, yeah, yeah. And my team, we're, we're struggling this season. We've played six games, and we've scored eight goals. And so they're going to put a whooping on us tonight. They, they have Mbappe's kid. And I, I'm not even looking forward to it. Usually I'm like, I, I have some optimism. Like, oh, dude, we can beat that team. Like, I'm not worried about it. We are going to absolutely get our ass kicked tonight. And I'm not looking forward to it. And so I have the moral dilemma of, do I just say I can't make it? So I can watch the three-hour season finale of Survivor tonight? without hours. Yes, because you have the two-hour finale and then the hour reunion. That's a commitment. And so I, it always falls on a Wednesday night. I know that. But it seems that my soccer games are always late when it's the season finale. I can Why can I not just have a 6 p.m. game on season finale night? That way I get home at 7, kids go to bed, we watch it till 10.30, and we're done. Voila. Instead, my game is at 8.30. So I'm not going to get home till 10 o'clock. Dude, you guys are on the West Coast schedule in Nashville. So if I watch it starting at 10 o'clock, that puts me in bed at 1 a.m. But it's the Survivor season finale, so I can't not watch it because if I don't, Guess what's going to happen? I'm going to log on to a website tomorrow, and there it is, Survivor winner. So I can't not watch it, but do I skip the skip the ass-kicking, or do I buck up like a good teammate and go out there, get bent over, get violated, take it, enjoy it, and then go home and watch Survivor? Maybe this is how you retire. It, no, it, I'm not just, retiring. No, 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 but I'm just saying you just kind of realize you're watching Survivor. It's a little bit better. You would never have done that 10 years ago considering No, no, this, no, no, no. But I w- now you're actually considering it. No, no, just because I know we're going to get our ass kicked. Like, they're, they're, like this team has scored 34 goals on the season. They've given up six. We've scored eight goals the entire season. How do you get those stats? Is there a website, a portal? Yeah, yeah. They put That's it up. That's dope. They put it up. And there's like a goal leader? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. I didn't even know that. They ask you your name and your score, and then they put the leader up there. Like, you ever been at the top? No. Okay. No. <laughs> hey, I thought <laughs> that's what we were holding on <laughs> to. Coach, I thought <laughs> that might. might, might Have I ever been in the top five? <laughs> Have I ever been in the top ten? <laughs> and have I been in the top fifteen? Honey, will you check the portal? I may be top hundred. Uh, what about top twenty? And that's as high as it goes. Honey is my lame on the list. I uh, scored a goal in warm-ups. Yeah, but I do reward myself after I score a goal. I go get a chocolate milk. At the store? Yeah, I da- stop on the way home. Dad's going to get chocolate milk, kids. For us? No, I scored a goal like Mbappe. And then if I score at home, I go get another chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, that's my moral dilemma tonight. And I don't even know who I'm cheering for. That's what's crazy. Does your wife come with the kids to the game? Uh, when it's a 6 o'clock game. Okay. She, she came to the 6 o'clock game that ended up being 745 a couple weeks ago when there was a baseball game beforehand. And we had to sit there and wait and wait and wait for the high schoolers to finish. But usually going into the season finale, you have a favorite. You have someone you're cheering for. There are numerous people going into tonight that I would love to see win it. That's so, that means it's a great season. The one season I watched was Russell. He was he should have won. Yeah, he was so by far one of the greatest survivor players of all time, and he never won. Did I pick a good season to watch? Great season. I to saw watch. the first season. I believe when he goes, "What's the difference between a rat and a mouse? One sneaks around in the grass; the other one will kill you." <laughs> Remember that quote? Yeah. <laughs> you're the you're a rat. Who should I kill? A rat or a snake? So good. Yeah, whatever he, their quote was. Would, I watched that one and then I watched Russell. And he would tell and Russell would tell people be like, You're not gonna vote with me? Okay, you're next. You're not you're you're going out next then. And they'd be out next. What I remember him for is he would find the idols without any clues. Any clues. Yeah. Dude was he was an animal. He was a An- truck driver, wasn't he? I I don't know if he was a truck driver. Dude, I think he was a truck driver. That's really or a construction guy. Or but maybe I, that was Boston. I, I'm pretty sure I read this. This is a legend that Survivor cost him his marriage. Boston Rob or Russell? Russell. Well, yeah. You imagine you come back after three months. You've been living off of no food. Your w- wife's had three months of guys she's been looking at. Well, no, it wasn't about infidelity. Allegedly, it was just he got he was going to parties and survivor. Like he was just not at home. That makes sense. You know how much stuff you do after that. You're on the little tour, the circuit. And boom, did. New York, L.A., Florida. Boom, this. reunion. Boom, Survivor podcast. Boom, Survivor spinoff. Boom, Survivor that. And guess what? Didn't survive. Marriage. Tell you after the break. Yep. We'll be right back. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts 
that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Yesterday, I decided to go play golf, and I show up. They're like, oh, yeah, just grab any car you want, go on out and the Muni? Hit, hit away. Yeah, hit at the Muni. So I'm playing by myself, play the first hole, boom. Play the second hole, boom. Hello, tree. I'm by myself. Third hole, yeah, good. Hole number five, I pull up to the tee box, and there's three guys waiting. Like, hey, you want to just play in with us? These guys in front of us are real slow. I'm like, all right, cool, and it's a par four. And this one guy's like, hi, my name's Cliff. Nice. Did you invent the cliff bar? And I'm like, cool, man. Nice to meet you. He's like, yeah. I was like, are you playing the white? He's like, no, I'm playing the tips, man. Oh, we hit the Schwab. Okay, (laughs) Cliff, you're (laughs) going to play the tips. (laughs) And it's a par four. Oh, and you're going to hit an iron because it's a par four (laughs) and you're playing from the tips. (laughs) Okay, Cliff, this sounds like a great idea, man. Let me see how great you are. What are you, Michael Block? (laughs) Yeah, let let me see here. All right, Cliff steps up. Got the long hair like Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. Yep. Cam Smith. Yeah, Cam Smith. Um, Not even, I mean, Morgan Wallen, but no, no, um, no shaved sides, just straight long hair in the back. And he steps up. Wow. 300 yards down the middle. Oh, Cliff, you weren't getting around. Oh, okay, we're going to do that, huh? Maybe maybe not 300, maybe 250 down the middle with an iron. Cool, cool, man. All right. Say that par four ain't going to hold this. Yeah, yeah, let me see. Here we go. Steps up on his second shot. Within four feet. Okay, you know, maybe one good hole. One good hole. Let's Cliff's go damn good. Let's let's go to number six. Pulls out the driver on the par five. Woo! Holy hell. Okay. Hey man, uh, I'll see you in a couple strokes. I'll be I'll be up there. <laughs> what kind of balls are you using? Yeah, like uh, do you have like special like rocket balls? Cause they are flying off that club. <laughs> that one might be out of gas. Holy hell! And he steps up, and I'm like, hey, man, you can hit, you know, second shot. He's like, no, I'm going for the green. I'm like, it's a par five, man. It's your second shot. This isn't the Masters. And he's like, yeah, I'm going for the green. And he. Whoa. Damn it. Damn it. So stupid. Cliff, what's wrong? Damn it. Should have got it better. It was three feet from the green. <laughs> he wanted to hit it cleaner. <laughs> Maybe if you flush it next time, it'll go in the hole, you jackass. I was like, oh, wow, man. That was, that was, that's crazy. Okay. And then I watched him, and I usually when they play from the tips, they shouldn't be playing from the tips. Cliff should absolutely be playing from the tips. Cliff should be playing at Gaylord. 
Cliff was badass at golf. Cliff, but it you also, thought about spending more than $20 next time you play golf. It also taught me something in life, though. He would hit it right down the middle, and then he would stick it on the green. And Mother! Mother! God! Just a stupid shot. He was within six feet. He wanted it within three feet. Cliff, you abided by COVID protocol. And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) What are you mad about? Your ball didn't have a mask on it, Cliff? (laughs) (laughs) Ball for... There was no ball washer to wash the germs? (laughs) Cliff would put it on the the freaking green and have a 15-foot birdie putt. And he'd get it within two feet. Man, these just these greens aren't rolling true. This is so stupid. Like that ball should be closer. Cliff, I mean, this isn't pebble. God, you're you can't. How can it be that short? That short. Cliff, this isn't Valdosta. Fuck off, Cliff. It's not Augusta, Cliff. <laughs> Cliff, you have a tap in. Give me par. And it taught me that it golf is a game. That no matter how good you are, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be happy with your game. This dude is hitting it within four feet of the cup, and he wants it to be within two feet of the cup. He's hitting hitting a 260-yard drive, and he wants it to be 270-yard drive. Like, it's just crazy. He was that good, and he was pissed every hole. I mean, he should be playing Phil for 3K a match at that. That's impressive. He said he used to be a scratch golfer. I would agree. He shouldn't even be playing around Muni. But his that, sticks are too powerful. But that's what I'm saying. He, was, I was just like, dude, if I'm ever that good, I'm not going to be mad. And then I'm like, is that true? Am I still going to be mad because I mishit it and it's within six feet instead of four feet? Because if that's the case, I don't want to be that way because I get mad now because I hit one over in the trees or I hit one in the woods. I never get mad because I hit one good and it's six feet instead of four feet. But am I going to get to that point where, oh my God, I'm shooting in the 80s, but man, I'm mad I'm not shooting 83. I'm only shooting 85. Is golf that game that you're never happy with what you do? Because even the professionals get mad when they hit it within three feet instead of two feet. It's a social thing. Cliff took it competitive. And there was probably no money on the line. No money. Oh, I wasn't playing Cliff for money. He would have had to give me 100 strokes. Very odd that he was that worked up. He's competitive. I get it. Be competitive in other areas of your life, but golf should be networking, relaxation, and drinking. Yeah, he's been here for seven months. He moved out here from Northern California. Well, tell him to move back, man. That's not how we do it here. This this isn't Pebble Beach on Sunday with Nance. This is a Muni in Nashville. On a Tuesday. Yeah. Where you just chill, and, and guess what? Five seconds later, you'll have something bouncing around on the track that's going to cheer your spirits up. On a Tuesday at noon. And, and usually, it's a top and a bottom split down the middle. On 18, he it hits on the green, his second shot, bounces, goes over. Kind of, a, you know, kind of scalded it. And he chips it back, and it's a down slope, rolls right off the front of the green. God. There go. I mean, you think I could have a bogey-free nine holes? Bogey-free net last nine holes. Nope. That's out the window.
He had one bogey on the back nine. <laughs> and I thought he was ready to quit golf. A bogey's not bad, Cliff. I'm like, Cliff, if I get a bogey on every hole, I'm dancing in the streets, man. I'm I'm buying a round up here at the clubhouse for everybody if I bogey every hole. What does Cliff do? Uh, he's going to go to nursing school. Well, I hope he's not operating. No, because his hands are... Oh, no, he's a perfectionist. I want him operating. <laughs> but right now, he works at a restaurant. Well, I hope he doesn't do the wrong dish. He's going to chew the waiter out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, before we go, Ray, I don't know if you remember this. Back at the Sore Losers Coaches Convention, some of you guys didn't go, you weirdos that didn't sign up, that didn't fly out to Vegas to hang out with us. I think... You owe Tom from Denver an apology. <laughs> I think our boy, I mean, Jose even emailed me. Remember in Vegas on the live pod when Sizen dogged our boy Tommy from Colorado for asking how you guys, uh, what you guys thought of the Denver Nuggets would do this upcoming season? Replay the clip. Zapata from the 210. And Tommy asked you and you were like Tommy I mean who gives a crap about the Nuggets the Nuggets ain't gonna do crap who cares this is the football playoffs we ain't worried about the Nuggets they never do anything Tommy from Colorado is probably talking like Garrett right now because he's been partying since that sweet Rick Nuggets now Ray what do you say about that Tommy and his brother celebrating his brother's got the weed farm. They're hiring a kite. My nuggets, man. They're in the finals. Anything you'd like to say to Tommy? Tommy, I am sorry. Uh, I know he got his rocks off because every time he talked to me, his nuts were resting on my leg. He loved getting close to you when talking. And Tommy, regardless of how you communicate with other human beings, not that it's wrong, not that it's right, just was within my six feet. COVID times, Tommy. But Tommy, you were damn right. I was wrong, Tommy. You guys are the favorite now to win the championship. And you're going to win it. I would put the smart money on the Boston Celtics. You can still win seven times your five times your money, I believe. Nuggets are the minus 300. You could put down $300 and make 100. I mean, that's, t- that's how much of a favorite they are. Me personally, I still believe in the boys in Boston. But Tommy, good God, Jokic and the boys, Murray. Whoever else they got, Gordon, the mile high air, the mile high weed. You guys got yourselves a hell of a product. I'm not talking about the weed. <laughs> he did ask it in the middle of football. I have, he, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was rocking a Nuggets hat the entire weekend. He, he rock, no, his brother had the Nuggets hat no, on. Did he? <laughs> his brother had the Nuggets hat on. Hey, I have listened to the big show since you came from Austin. I now listen to the sore losers before the big show. Anyway, I'm on my way to Nashville tomorrow to celebrate my 50th birthday on Tuesday. Oh, I guess we got this on Sunday. I am from Michigan and about 120 miles from Sisson and still live there. It is harsh. You guys are awesome. If you want a From the North reality, I'm in Nash Monday through Wednesday. Love the pod. Friends with Ashley White, but now married. My cell is, oh, if you want to talk or give me a shout out for my B-Day, Tara Crawl. Happy birthday, Tara. Uh, Ray, do you want to call her? Can you call her on that line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Can you try it? No, I don't hear anything. 
probably not going to work. I meant to say, hey, do you? I meant to email her back and say, do you want to come up and be on the pod? But I totally forgot. Uh, Tommy Salami, while we're doing shout outs, my B day is May 30th. Podcast shout out, bro. Tommy Salami in Vegas. He gives us a lot of our inside info. Appreciate you. Uh, we're a little early on that. But Tara Crawl, happy birthday. Uh, I meant to invite you up on the pod, but uh, totally forgot. Happy birthday and enjoy Vegas. Yeah, that would work out well. Yeah. We're going to invite a random person up to the studio. How does that work with security? I don't matter. I mean, the only reason they let Bob Mennery in here is because we did it in the afternoon secretively. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, have a happy Wednesday. Survivor season finale tonight. Let me know who you think is going to win. Who, who are you cheering for? Who's your pick? Let's go. Uh, anything else, Ray? I got to go. Yeah, guys, if you need a futures bet, I'm telling you, just do Boston Celtics for the odds. To win the, the Eastern Conference or win, win the – Win it all. Oh. Win it all. Go Celtics, and then you can almost do like a Rangers if you want to parlay it with a baseball thing to last all summer. Do Rangers to win whatever division they're in the West because right now they're in second. They're just right behind the Astros, I believe, or they're in first. I think they're in first. Yeah, so just bet them. They're still like plus 280. Do that, and then hockey, it's the Knights. I've never seen a team like that. on a When the other team's on a power play, the Knights do an unbelievable job of flipping the hamburger. The puck's never on the ground. So give me the Knights, give me the Celtics, give me the Rangers, and then for Charles Schwab, that, uh, that block guy. Top 40, plus 333 your money. You got to bet it today, though. It starts tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Happy Wednesday. Survivor night. We out. I got to get Bazer on board with that future bet because right now the account's at zero. Just, so. just bet them to win the Eastern Conference. Don't go the whole thing. Don't go crazy. You're going to win a lot if they win the Eastern Conference. They really could crawl back into it. It's, it's a far-fetched uh, pie in the sky, but good God, I love pie. Yeah, and you love far-fetched. Ray, what kind of pie is it? Chocolate. Yeah. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Oh, I like, oh, I don't like pumpkin. Ugh. Oh, why is Bill Walton trending? Let's see. Oh, I just got ball sacked again, Ray. Oh, no, no, it's good. They're just doing something. Bill Walton's going to play in the NBA again. Ah, Ah, ball ball sacked. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care and we'll see you there.